So what we would like to do, you have all of this knowledge of counseling and uh, has it been good? You feel like you've benefited from it? So agreed. Uh, so we would like to assign you your first counselee. Would you like to meet them? There you go. It's you. Um, and so that kind of fits the title of this, your personal growth project. And knowledge is a wonderful thing. It is a, a gift that God has given to us. Think about the scripture, which we've used a few times. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and for godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So knowledge is, is an awesome thing that we are privileged to have. And I think of, uh, of Paul as he goes through uh, the gospel in the book of Romans. And he gets to chapter 11 and he just kind of explodes with an expression of worship. When he says, oh the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and unfathomable his ways. And so the knowledge that we receive, we should be exploding with it. And that's the amazing thing about God is that that just continues to go. And we continue to grow. And even in heaven, we'll just continue uh, to know him more. And so I'm sure you all are excited to go out and tell your friends about big words like sanctification and glorification and uh, the sufficiency of scripture. I'm sure those conversations will be amazing. Um, but there's a warning uh, that needs to come with this as well, that knowledge has. Because 1 Corinthians 8 says, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loved God, he is known by God. And so when we talked about this, we wanted to make sure that you don't just leave here with a bunch of words that nobody really wants to know anyways, but that you take this and you apply it to your life. And that's where you will see transformation because we actually can deceive ourselves if we take in knowledge and we don't apply it. James 1 says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. And so think about this. We can go about our day, you know, get up, have some time in the Word, uh, listen to Christian music on the way to work, uh, on Sunday go and hear a great message, um, hear a great podcast, all of this information, read a great book, and then not apply it to our lives. It says we're deceiving ourselves. So imagine going through a day like that, going home and looking in the mirror because you lived completely different, not believing those things, and said, ha, I got you again. It just, it makes no sense. 
it would be a, a dumb thing for us to do. So I'm sure with all that you have heard, you want to take it and you want to apply it to your life. And I appreciate, uh, you know, different authors who, have, who bring this out. A.W. Tozer, in Knowledge of the Holy, says, Theological knowledge is the medium through which the Spirit flows into the human heart. Yet, there must be humble penitence in the heart before truth can produce faith. And uh, A.W. Tozer, or uh, Paul Tripp also in his, his book, Instruments of the Redeemer's Hand, it also, the subtitle is People in Need of Change, Helping People in Need of Change. And that's really what we're about, what we want to do. Because the best counselor is, first of all, a counselee. The best discipler is, first of all, a disciplee, somebody who has learned. And that's one thing that I've, I've appreciated so much. And every, the things that you see here today, even, um, you know, as, as Brad has told you his story, and, uh, and uh, Pat, or Stuart Scott has told you different parts of his story, and, and I could tell you about mine as well, is that we have been affected by these things, and so we have to tell and help other people. And so that's what we want to make sure that we encourage and we challenge you to do as well. So, are you up for that? All right. Uh, coming to a thing like this, I think you're motivated people. So, just wanted to make sure. Um, and so what I wanted to do uh, is a little bit different. One of the, uh, a really cool place in the, at the University of Pittsburgh it's called the Cathedral of Learning. Has anybody ever been there before? A few of you. It is, it's this place that uh, the University of Pittsburgh built, and they have all of these different rooms. Um, you know, like there's the Japanese room and the, the Dutch room and all these different ways that people learn. And this is a lot of you guys sitting there and people talking and reading. And, and so that's not always the best way for us to learn. And so what I want us to do over the next few minutes is actually do a few different things to make sure that we, that we soak this in, to make sure that we take some steps uh, that we need to take in applying this to our lives. So what I would like to do is, uh, is to first of all take some time and quiet and humble our hearts before God. Secondly, to thank the Lord for the privilege of knowing him more. And thirdly, to ask the Spirit's help to apply this truth to our lives. So those are the three things we're going to do over the next, over the next few minutes. And again, I know uh, you probably have things in mind that you'd like to do today, but just to take this time in our crazy world, you know, with all kinds of social media and things that will just grab your attention when you leave here, and take this time to slow down a little bit and see what God would like to touch within your life and to apply to yourself. So let's start with uh, be still and know that he is God. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 139. And what I'd like you to do is 
I'm going to just play some instrumental music, and I want you just to read through this. And as you're reading it, I want you to, I want you to pray. So as you maybe read one verse, pray that back to God. And, um, you know, whatever it is, it is that it's talking about, have, kind of have a conversation with God. Of, and this is an example from the very end of Psalm 139, which kind of brings it to the focus. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there be any hurtful way within me. And lead me in the way everlasting. And so when we come to that search me, oh God, just, just to stop there and, and ask for God's help. God, help me to want you to search me. No matter, I don't know what's going on in your life or within your heart or within your family or relationships or past or whatever. But God does. And so to open yourself to him whom you can trust. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. Just ask for God to do that. So let's go ahead and, and as this music is playing, let's take a few minutes and just read through Psalm 139 asking God to know you. <clears throat> 